service, where service is their specialty. Proud sponsor of This Morning with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat. Morning, everyone. You are listening to this morning with Stacy and Daryl and Morley too. Um, we're missing one of those three. Daryl uh, taking the next couple of weeks off, enjoying uh, some time on Vancouver Island with uh, with family, and so we're wishing him all the best. I did uh, send him a text yesterday, so we are in touch, and he's doing great, and the dogs are doing great, and his wife's doing great, and his father in law's doing great, and uh, we wish him uh, all the best of this holiday season. All right. I don't know if you've ever seen the RCMP musical Ride. It is pretty amazing. Um, Legendary here in in the country. But what is life like after the musical Ride is over for the horses? Uh, These animals come with specialized skill. They're part of Canadian history. But what happens when they hang up their reins? I don't know if you've ever thought about that. I haven't until now. Um, Canadians apparently have the opportunity or had the opportunity to adopt one of these horses. Staff Sergeant Mario Cornoyer with the RCMP Musical Ride joins us over the phone. Good morning. Good morning, Stacey, and thank you for inviting me and uh, to talk about this new program. Yeah, well, let let me find out more about you. How? When did you get involved with the musical ride, and what do you do? Well, I was a rider, a member of the musical ride back in 2000. Uh, now I'm in charge of tour planning and other programs, so I promote the musical ride. And uh, I've been involved in this new divestment of horse program since the beginning. Tell us about these horses, because it couldn't be done without them. They're pretty special, aren't they? Yes, they are. uh, We have here in Ottawa about um, 80 horses at our stables, and we also have a breeding program in Pakenham, Ontario, where we have um, 60 horses. Uh, You may know that we breed the RCMP breed its own Anoverian horses, um, and that uh, those horses must meet certain requirements to join the musical ride. What are those requirements? Well, um, four basic requirements, really. Um, we're looking at size. Um, horses on a musical ride must be between 16 to 17 hands high. They must be black in color. Of course, we're going to accept a, a low percentage of white, for example, a, a star or stripe on the, the nose or perhaps a white socks. Um, they must have a high degree of rideability mm-hmm. and also a good temperament. So if the, the horses meet all the requirements and they're trained and they're successful, they join the ride. And if uh, they do not meet the requirements, uh, they most likely will be sold at our annual auction. So, you know, a brown horse, you know, just yes. born brown yes. and doesn't fit the bill. So that's that horse would go to auction? That's right. Um, every, every year we sell chestnut horses that were born chestnut, and uh, they've got perfect bloodline, they've got perfect conformation, they're lovable babies, Aww. except they just don't have the right color, they're chestnut. Uh, they're in high demand because of the, their bad. pedigree. Uh, so I invite your audience to uh, check out our horse auction every fall, usually around October, 
uh, on the gcsurplus.ca website. So horses that retire or are injured and aren't able to ride anymore, are they available at this auction or are they available in in a different fashion? Uh, horses that that are injured uh, that um, well let let's let's go through the criteria the selection how we would select a horse to be divested is this your question yeah sure okay um, the a horse that has a chronic injury uh, or um, that is uh, getting old or that it has a medical or physical limitations, uh, then w- those horses would be considered for the divestment program. However, if a horse is healthy uh, um, and, and fits all the, the requirements, but for some reason, let's say temperament, doesn't get along with mm-hmm. other horses, well, that, that specific horse would be sold at auction. So it, it comes down to a matter of age, and uh, physical limitations to determine if a horse will be sold at at our auction or divested to the general public. So the auction is is something different than divestment, right? Yes. We one is we sell the horses, mm-hmm. and the other one is we donate the horse. The horses, and that's new, right? Yes. Since two thousand twenty-two. Uh, changes were made to the Treasury Board policy on the management of material, along with the RCMP new DFSA, uh, which now allow the divestment of animals from the RCMP inventory to the general public. So that must be pretty special. People must want these horses. They probably can't afford to buy one at auction because because they how when when a horse goes up for auction, one of the RCMP uh, bred horses, how much do mm-hmm. they go for? Well, the minimum asking price, starting price, is five thousand dollars. Okay, uh, but well above uh, that, I'm sure. Oh, definitely. We um, they they will go anywhere from uh, from ten to thirty thousand dollars. So obviously. For people who want a horse, that's that's a little bit pricey. Uh, obviously, they're probably competing at auction with with breeders. So, if they wanted mm-hmm. a horse, one of the retired horses, they did have the mm-hmm. opportunity starting in 2022. How did that work? How could somebody apply to own one of these horses? Yes, but a clear distinction must be made between horse buyers and the divestment of horse program in terms of the expectations. If you're buying a horse, you have a purpose. You want to train that horse. You, you want to train that horse in the dressage, in jumping, in competition, and so on, where if we divest a horse, it's because the horse now needs to find the right home. The, the priority of the divestment program is identifying the best possible home and experienced caretakers based on the specific needs, physical limitations, or health conditions of each divested horse. So it's not all the horses that have the same issues. So if you apply, the ones that were lucky enough to, or I should say quick enough to apply to the program, uh, it's... Uh, their expectations have to be different from the ones that are 
putting bids at the auction. Yeah, you want them to go to a loving home. They're living out, you know, they, they, they worked really hard and they're sort of retired now and they need all of their needs met, just like, I guess, humans in a way. Um, there was an overwhelming response to this divestment program, wasn't it? Like, how many people applied to get one of these horses? Uh, in a 24-hour uh, period, uh, we launched the, the program uh, public. We received over 1,500 applications and wow. uh, requests for applications. Now, uh, time will tell how many of those 1,500 requests uh, actually completed the, um, the form. So the application in itself was a questionnaire sent to the applicants, 25 basic questions, and we wanted to know what the the applicants, so the candidates, uh, wanted, uh, or if they if they had experience with horses, mm-hmm. what kind of boarding facility they they, they have, uh, do they have experience riding horses, and so on. So it's a basic vetting process, uh, but it that this this was how uh, the um, the process started. And how many horses do you retire? How many horses are up for divers, uh, divestment uh, each year? Only a few. Um, um, uh, one to two. We may have. Um, we may. We may have years where we don't have any, or uh, the next year we may have three or four. But it's a living assessment of horses, so um, we may not have any comes. Uh, January 1st, and then all of a sudden um, a situation evolves and, and we identify horses uh, for the divestment program because of uh, an injury that cannot be resolved, for example. So you have one or two horses a year on average and you have 1,500 people who want a horse. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of demand. Why, why would people want one of the horses from the RCMP musical ride? Uh, because... Um, because they're horse lovers and they they're good-hearted people, they 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 care for horses. Uh, if you talk to any horse lover person, um, they're really dedicated to horses, uh, and um, it's uh, it's amazing how many would be willing to take on uh, a horse as a companion or as a pet, and giving lots of love, care, and attention to that horse with little to no expectations in terms of ever riding that horse basically simply offering a retirement home to her beloved animal yeah they're special aren't they and they're part of canadian history these horses mm-hmm. they're um they travel extensively well uh, for the horses that were ever on the musical ride they travel extensively every year uh for four to six months to um, basically every province in Canada. And by the way, um, next year, the musical ride will uh, uh, tour the provinces of Ontario and Manitoba. And in two years, we're going to tour the prov- your province as well as Quebec and the Northwest Territories. So I would like to take a moment that um, to inform if your community is interested in hosting the musical ride, I invite you to apply now so you can find all the information on our RCMP webpage. Perfect. Thanks for joining us today. My pleasure. Thank you. And you've closed applications, right? Sorry? You have closed applications to adopt one of these horses? 
It's just so yes. many. Yeah. Yes, because of the sheer number of applications that were received, we need time to process them all. And if ever there is a need to reopen the program, we will. But for the time being and foreseeable future, the program is temporarily closed. All right. Thanks so much, Staff Sergeant. Thank you very much. Staff Sergeant Mario uh, Cornoyer with the RCMP Musical Ride. Yeah, 1,500 people want a retired RCMP Musical Ride horse, but there's only like one or two up for grabs uh, every year, sometimes none. You know, it's a piece of history. It's a piece of Canadian history. So uh, obviously there's big demand for those. We're going to take a bit of a break here on uh, this morning. We're back in two minutes. Sleigh bells ring, are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening A beautiful sight, we're happy tonight Walking in a winter wonderland This morning with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat, Supported by Abe's Door Service With 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person Visit abesdoor.ca That's a good tune to 6.21 you're listening to this morning on 6.30 Chad. And you have a Christmas quandary, Morley Scott. I do. do, You need a new tree? Uh, yeah, the tree, we, the tree's up, looks gorgeous. My wife did a great job uh, of decorating it up a little bit. We put it up uh, together, and then she kind of decorated it while I was watching football a couple weeks ago. Uh, but the, we had one, we bought one, I don't know how long ago, three, four, five years ago, and it has the lights built into it. But the lights are burnt out now, and they have been burnt out for the last couple of years, and they're all burnt out. And I don't want to be changing every ball, right? Your tree isn't lit, or uh, just parts of it. We just put up some more lights on it. So there's 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 lights on it that are lit, and there's lights on it that aren't lit. So we got to get a new tree. So and you want. An unlit tree. I want an With unlit tree. No, no. Because I don't want this problem again. It. I don't want this problem again. I want to pay extra for lights on my tree. They're going to be burnt out in three or four years, and I got to buy lights to put on it anyway. So, so I, you, well, I don't. Do they even sell unlit trees? I think they do, especially <laughs> they those better. those flocked trees. Well, I know I, I've been scouring Value Village and Goodwill trying to find a, a decent tree, and then I just got a hand me down from a friend. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Amy. I really appreciate it. It's oh, a beautiful Amy's tree. so sweet. Um, but yeah, once the, once the lights are out on that tree. Uh, yeah, I guess so, you have to get it. It's it's contingent on lights. Yeah, because it's very I think very difficult to get the lights off a pre-lit tree. Yep, it, look, it looks like, and I didn't want to go through it all, and and it's it's difficult, and I, you don't want to change the bulbs because you gotta, you know, sometimes it just one bulb goes out, the whole thing goes out, right? Yeah, for sure. So then you it's gotta to figure money. out which yeah. one is burnt out, or if they're all burnt out, then. You know, you got to change them all. How long do you have to change them until you get to the one this that's is a actually causing from the big problem? Tree. It is, yeah. So I'm I'm mm. getting a new tree. Probably we're going to look maybe after January when the sales are on and their people are trying to get rid. Oh, of Oh yeah, trees. sixty to seventy percent off trees. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see then. But yeah, I I, I got to get got to get one without lights for sure. Because I was thinking when you first told me you wanted an unlit tree, I'm like, what? Why would you well, do that to yourself? I don't but want. But then it kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. If you put them on properly um, and and it's nicely lit, and then it, instead of going through each light bulb, which I do, 
admittedly, <laughs> or my husband does. Uh, we do try to, to to see which light it is because usually it's not the entire tree yeah. that's uh, yeah. that that goes out. It's just sort of one little band, and yeah. so yeah, we go and see which ones which ones on Nothing light. Nothing works on, this, on our tree, so that's why we made this decision. So yeah, hmm. all I, right. I, and I like I like putting the lights on too. The light putting the lights on is part of the fun, right? Oh, there, you're gonna there's take, such you're a gonna... sense of relief. I pulled out all the lights when we were putting it up, and I kind of put them all out on the floor. You don't and I connected leave them, them on the tree all year round. No, no, oh. you take them off, right? And then I I I I just said, okay, here we go, and you plug them in, and it's a split second, and then they all come on, and you go, oh yeah, that's oh. awesome. They all work. So, oh, I just. You just leave the them last, on the tree. The last tree I had, I just yeah. put a garbage bag over it. There were still odds and sod decorations. I just put a garbage bag over it and put it in the storage room. So, yeah, no, I didn't take the lights off. We probably have like 25, 30-year-old decorations that still go in the original box when we when we take the chair. Oh, decorations isn't that so great the with the memories? I love that. All right, some advice. Should he get a lit or an unlit tree? 780 496 63